Josh family. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Time Out with Josh podcast. I am literally sitting here running on some stuff, going through some stuff and realized, holy shit, I did not drop a podcast around Christmas time. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. I hope everything is going well for you guys. We have a lot to talk about. Um, First of all, you know, again, if you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, we're about to go video on this. We're about to post it up on YouTube and get things going there, which is going to be fantastic. I'm excited. I hope uh, I hope you guys are as well. Um, but uh, we're going to need sponsors. We're going to need sponsors for that. There's a lot that goes into it. I've been doing a lot of research and uh, and I'm super, super fucking excited. So um, we are going to go ahead and we're going to jump into uh, we're going to jump into everything um, right here off the bat. Uh, first of all, rest in peace, uh, John Madden, um, a legend, um, an amazing, an amazing legend in the football world. You are going to be greatly missed, sir. Uh, greatly, greatly missed. Um, you know, I remember growing up as a kid and into my teenage years, listening to John Madden and watching John Madden on TV, and him, <clears throat> you know, being pretty much the face of uh, of the NFL. And and I can say, I mean, you know, we can joke about Madden and we can joke about his turduckins and you know all that other fun stuff and whatnot. But guys, there you'd be really hard pressed to come up with a, an announcer as, as good as John. I mean, really hard pressed. Um, I can honestly say that, you know, he, he has been missed since he hasn't been on the air and he's going to be missed even greater. Um, hell, we have a whole fucking franchise of, you know, um, esports, uh, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, <clears throat> you know, Madden football. Um, that's, it's a franchise. Um, it is an epically humongous fucking franchise. So, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot going on there. Um, there's a lot going on and, um, yeah, it's sad. It, it is sad. So we're going to dive into some other stuff here. Um, so we've got, uh, we've got that going on. Um, we've got a lot of, a lot of stuff in the news as far as uh, COVID, inf- you know, goes on and uh, and whatnot. So let's get let's get to that. Uh, let's let's dive into that stuff. First of all, um, our president, uh, our president has uh, what could only be described as a kerfuffle um, on Christmas with the whole, uh, you know, tracking tracking the. Uh, tracking the old Santa Claus and uh, some dude gets on there and says, let's go, Brandon. And uh, obviously Jill Biden is, is kind of either she's oblivious. 
she is either oblivious or she really fucking doesn't know what's going on in her life right now because then she chuckles it off. She just kind of goes, ha and that's it. I'm going to light a candle on here because, you know, it's that season. Um, but uh, she kind of laughs it, chuckles it off, right? So she she kind of chuckles. And um, and, and Biden literally goes, oh, yeah, I can agree with you on that. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, this dude is literally sitting there agreeing with the guy who told himself to go fuck himself. Because the whole let's go Brandon thing is a joke, right? It is a joke because, you know, a reporter was like, listen to them. They're saying let's go Brandon. And, uh, and you know, and they were saying fuck Joe Biden. So um, I just find it fucking hilarious. It, it is absolutely hilarious. No matter what side of the fence you're on. I mean, you guys heard in a podcast a little bit ago um, where I stand in politics and and how I believe. And uh, we got a president that is so oblivious to the world, to everything, that he agrees with a guy that says, let's go, Brandon. Oh, I can agree with you there. <laughs> I.e., yes, I agree. Fuck myself. Absolutely hilarious. But then it gets great. It gets really fucking good. The president comes out and runs on a ticket of, I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm shutting down COVID. I'm going to put it into COVID. Put on the brakes. Put on the brakes. I should have like a brake sound right now in my, uh, in my, in my audio here because he comes out and he says, uh, this is a state issue. This is something the states are going to have to do. States are going to have to do. Oh, by the way, I'm going to buy up every fucking COVID like testing kit that I possibly can. Um, so the states have issues getting them and it's a state issue. Only states can take care of this. Only states can overcome this. Only states can do what they can do to get rid of it. Now, don't get me wrong, guys. Don't please do not get me wrong. You guys heard me say it before. I believe in states' rights. I'm all for it. I am all for it. It's just ironic that as a typical politician does, I'm going to promise on things that I can't even come close to delivering on. I'm going to promise on these things that I can't even, I can't even remotely come close to delivering on. I am incompetent. <laughs> the ironic thing, the super ironic thing is he was getting all over DeSantis and Greg Abbott and some of these other governors. DeSantis and Abbott just happen to be the most vocal ones. But he's getting all over DeSantis and Abbott and some of these other governors about their um, their, their way that they're running their states. And then he turns around and tells them, run your state. And the federal government has bought up so many of the antibody treatments that now states are running out of them, like Texas, are running out of antibody treatments, which have been proven to be one of the best ways to treat this virus. And I was sitting there thinking, I was thinking about this. 
we have reached a point, ladies and gentlemen, where we have a virus that conspiracy theory or not, you have to look at the facts and look at the look at Fauci, Dr. Fucky, and look at his testimony. His NIA, NIHU, whatever the fuck his organization's called, is the one that fucking funded this shit. COVID already existed. A lot of people deny that, but COVID already existed. COVID existed in bats. And what they were researching is how to make COVID transmissible to human beings. The funny fucked up aspect about it is back in something like 2014 or so, I think it was 2014, um, I may stand corrected on that, Fauci was explicitly told to stop fucking around with viruses and trying to do this and trying to make super viruses. He was specifically told to stop. The World Health Organization told him to stop. Stop fucking around with this shit. This motherfucker, this smug-ass fucking piece of shit human being decided in his infinite wisdom that he's going to be above it all and I am going to 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 do what I want to do no matter what anybody tells me to do. Fuck you. Look, we're not talking about, hey, I'm going to go skateboarding where it says don't go skateboarding. We're talking about a motherfucker who's developing super viruses. And he lies in Congress saying that the money from the NI whatever, H whatever the fuck it is, is not going to researching that. Why? Because he was told not to do it. But he's, there's countless, countless sworn affidavits from his staff that said, yeah, that's exactly what we did. That's exactly what we were doing. We were doing that. And of course, he's in bed with the Bill Gates and the, the Rothschilds and all those other superpower Soros people and stuff like that. He's in bed with them. And Bill Gates made it well known. I believe it was in 2017. It's I mean, you can watch the you can watch the the speech that he had. But he said that as the world is today, we would need to reduce the population of the world by approximately 15 percent to be able to sustain ourselves in the current atmosphere that we are in this world. All right. He's one of those, you know, doomsday, you know, we world's coming to an end. Let's hug trees and let's, let's, you know, do that crap. Um, yeah. In the meantime, he said that the way to do that was by instituting vaccines. If we, if we do vaccine stuff, if we say, okay, we got to have vaccines and stuff like that, we can put it in there so we can, we can do away with kids and, and bear with me for a moment while I go down a conspiracy theory trail here. But one of the big side effects of the, of all the vaccines that have been put out there thus far have been reproductive issues. That's been a reproductive, uh, the reproductive issues. And, and it's like, okay, we're going to give it, you know, we're going to give it to people. We're going to give it to, to everyone. And, and, and keep in mind, guys, the word vaccine is, is very loose. Okay. Vaccine for polio. Yes. Vaccine for smallpox. Yes. Vaccine for, for COVID. No, it's a preventative measure. It is a preventative measure. It hasn't stopped a damn thing. Not one damn thing. 
has it made it so that if you get the vaccine, it doesn't affect you as much? Yes, that's called preventative. That I will give it. But fast forward to this Omicron variant, right? And this is what this is what manufactured viruses do. If you study manufactured viruses, please, I want to hear from you. I would love to have you on this show. I would love to talk to you. If you're a doctor, if you are in the medical field and you have had extreme hands-on with communicable diseases and viruses and things like that, I want to talk to you. I legitimately want to talk to you. I'd love to pick your brain. I've been able to privately with some individuals and I won't say their names because they're, they're high up in very large organizations here in the United States. And I've been able to have conversations with them and they've said the same, but we get a doctor out of South Africa who discovers Omicron. She's the first one discovers Omicron. She says, Hey, by the way, Omicron super spreadable. This thing is highly contagious. Yet, it's not really that bad. It's just kind of like a like bad cold, like kind of kind of like getting a hybrid cold flu thing, but not even as bad as the flu. It, it it'll knock you down. It'll make you tired, make you cough, stuff like that. But it ain't nearly as bad as as like Delta as far as the side effects go. Right? It spreads. Like fucking wildfire. We're in the middle of it right now, right? In the United States. Spreads like wildfire. While, we, while we're coming to the height of it in the United States, the cases are dropping in South Africa. Month and a half, two months later, cases are plummeting in South Africa on how many people are getting Omicron. And everybody is flooding. I mean, I was just down in Texas and I was with my mom. We dropped off my dad for his, his chemo. And we took a side road to go to a Trader Joe's to, to pick up some stuff that my mom wanted to get. And there was a line that was like 40 cars deep on the road, not in the parking lot on the road. The parking lot was packed 40 cars deep on the road, too wide side by side, taking up lanes of traffic, going to get tested, people going to get tested. And I heard something very interesting, which I happen to agree with. And I was thinking about this and then I heard it and I was like, huh? Yeah, that's what's happening. It is going to hit so many people that we start to develop herd immunity and it loses its potency. COVID loses its potency. Are we going to have to deal with COVID? Yeah, we're going to have to deal with COVID much like we do with the flu. Honestly, though, I don't think it's going to be as bad as a flu. Six, eight, ten months from now, we're going to be like, oh, how you doing? Oh, man, I don't feel too good. I think I got COVID. And they go get tested at the doctor and they got COVID. And they're like one in, you know, a, a one in 75, 80-year friends that got COVID. And then it's going to be like Omicron. Like, oh, yeah, I don't feel good. feel kind of sick, like the flu. Got to be out for a couple of days. Then I can go back to work. And it's all good. But we're out here demanding that children get vaccinated with a vaccine that stops reproduction. Bill Gates is getting what he wants because people that are like my age that are in their mid to late thirties, forties, fifties that are getting this aren't having kids. Or if we are, it's one or two. 
you know, we have a couple of kids and have a one more. But people that are are young, humans that are young, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-olds, young and young in the 20s, where they're in their careers and then they decide they want to have a kid, are going to go to the doctor. They're going to go, hey, doc, why am I having reproductive problems? When they get to the age, they want to have kids. Now, these 10-year-olds, 20 years down the road, are going to be, why am I having this issue? Did you ever get the? Did you ever get a, a vaccine for COVID? Yep, well, that's it. That's what we're going for, guys. Bill Gates is getting exactly what he wanted. This man is the largest landowner in the United States. That's fine, man. If you got money, buy land. I don't give a shit. But it is ironic that this is going on. And if you guys listen to Joe Rogan, which is what I do, I love his podcast. If you listen to Joe Rogan, he's saying the same thing. A lot of these people are realizing, people are waking up and they're realizing, hey, wait, there's something else going on here. And the people that were anti-vax, which I'm not anti-vax, don't get me wrong, I'm not anti-vax. I haven't gotten the flu vaccine and going on probably, I don't know, 17 years now. reason I didn't is because every time I got it, I got deathly ill and I ended up with the flu. I stopped taking the vaccine, stopped getting the flu, haven't, knock on wood, haven't gotten the flu in 17 years. It just doesn't agree with me. It doesn't mean I'm anti-vax. It just means that, you know, I'm just, it's not for me. And if, and if you choose not to get the vaccine and you choose to go with alternative treatments and you understand the risk that, hey, you know, if I get COVID, it may hit me harder than what the average person that has a vaccine gets hit with it. You understand that, but you're willing to take that risk. That is your right. That is what this country is fucking built on. And if you're one of those people that got the vaccine because you felt like it made it safer for you, your employer required it, or whatever the case may be, and you chose to get it, then that's your choice as well, and I'm not going to knock on you for it. Do it. This is just how I feel about it. If that's what you want to do, do it. Alyssa got it. She got it because it was necessary for her, and it reduced the risk of passing on something to her child who struggles with breathing problems and things like that and has to get treatments periodically, and it helps to protect him. Even if it is a small help, it helps to protect him. She felt like it was necessary. I, f I support her in it. But that's her choice. Just like it's my choice to not get it. You know, years down the road, it may be like, oh, we've done enough research on it. We've changed it up enough and this is the way it works and it's effective and blah, blah, blah. I may get it. Who knows? I mean, I'm not worried about the reproductive aspect of it. But that's just, it's just one of those things that makes you go, hmm. But the, the finger pointing, guys, the finger pointing has got to stop. If you have the vaccine, we're going to call it the vaccine. If you have the preventative measure, whatever you want to call it. Why does it matter if somebody doesn't have it? 
if it's supposed to help you from not getting it, why does it matter? Because look at how many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, thousands upon thousands of people that had the vaccine are getting it. My mom has a vaccine. My dad can't. My mom got COVID. So did my dad. My dad was more at risk because of my dad going through chemo. He got the antibody treatment. So did my mom. Both of them were a little tired. Both of them had messed up their taste buds some. Their taste buds are coming back. And they're okay. They Neither one of them had to be hospitalized. Both of them are okay. I know people that have gotten Omicron variant. I know people that have gotten the Delta variant. The Delta variant hit, them, hit people way harder than Omicron ever did. <laughs> and people are going to die, folks. That's the nature of the beast. That's the nature of us living in the world that we live in today. Things kill people. You don't just die from old age. War, pestilence, viruses, diseases kill people. Shit happens. Okay? We've gone through this time and time again. Spanish flu, SARS, bird flu, H1N1. What I don't understand is why this fanatical craziness around Oh, hate the person that doesn't get the vaccine and an administration and the powers that be using their, their, their position. I'm looking at you too, Hollywood, using your position to bash and to discredit and to hate on people that choose to exercise their free will. You know, this, this whole like Fauci wanting, if you, oh, if you're going to fly, you have to get the vaccine. Why is it just flight? How about trains? How about buses? How about taxis? Are, Are you kidding me? You can't do that, dude. You can't. We don't live in a fucking communist country. You know, we're, we're sitting at the precipice, like I said before in a prior podcast, we're sitting at the precipice of, of a break. And, and I think the people of this, of this country, a large majority of the people of this country are about freedom. They're about the choice. They're about the, the ability to choose where somebody may get the vaccine and they may look at a person and go, man, I, I really wish you could get it. I find great value in it, but I understand that you don't. Do I agree with you? No, but you know what? I'm not going to hate you because of it. You know, this is this is where we've gone to, guys. This is where we've gone to. And if you look at it, what is it covering up? Have you noticed that there is so much stuff going on behind the scenes? Small, small, very small news sources and very small amounts of time have been given to you know, stories that, that are way, way more impactful to us and way more impactful to our society than, than COVID. We're not looking at the Maxwell case like I had spoken about before. All of a sudden, the issue at the border has become very, very quiet. The fact that the administration has gone against what the prior administration did to, you know, curtail issues at the border 
and then them going back and going, oh, well, we're not going to use those same, we're not going to use those same policies. Those policies are BS and then turning around and using the same policies. I mean, is anybody, is anybody seeing this? Is anybody with me on this and seeing this and going, wait, there's, there's a lot of other things that are way more important to talk about. And this is one of the smallest, you know, hey, don't get me wrong. I shouldn't say smallest. This is a, this is an issue. This is a health issue. We're giving a guy that's making millions of dollars a year, the power to dictate, literally dictate to us how things are supposed to go. I'm looking at you, Fauci. And we're giving an administration and its cronies on both sides of the aisle the ability to shame people for either not getting the vaccine or getting the vaccine or, you know, whatever. We're letting our sports organizations, NBA, MLB, NFL, NCAA, etc., bash people for not getting the vaccine when... We've got whole teams that are begging the NFL to change up game schedules because they have no players. They don't have quarterbacks. They don't have wide receivers. They're whatever. And they're vaccinated. They're vaccinated. And we're we're telling these we're telling these people, oh, shame on you for not getting the vaccine, yet all these people that are vaccinated are the ones that are getting sick. Here's at home test, but we're going to, we're going to buy all the at home tests up. We're going to buy all these tests up and then we're not going to let the States have them. And then it's gotten to a point where if you go in to get an at home test, you got to go and get them from behind the counter because people are hoarding the hell out of them. And the at home tests are not effective. When I say not effective, yes, they do show whether you have COVID or not, but they're also been proven to be very inaccurate. Like guys, this is, we, we've reached this pandemonium and we've reached uh, turning a, a molehill into a mountain when it should be a molehill. It's a molehill. Let's take care of the molehill. Let's stop turning it into a mountain and making it a bigger issue than what it really is. And let's focus on the real issues that we have at hand. Let's focus on the fact that our government is daily trying to take our freedoms away under the guises of we're doing what's good for you. I think it was Ronald Reagan that said it best. The worst words that you can hear out of your government's mouth are, we are the government, we're here to help. We'll take care of you. It's one thing to help. But in the context of what he was saying, it was, we're the government, sit back, let us do the job. Uh-uh, <laughs> no. That's why I'm a big proponent of private industry. Let the private industry do its thing. Regulate the private industry so that it doesn't gouge the hell out of people. Like I, I'll applaud some of the states recently that have taken up the insulin issue and have made it so that insulin is now no longer hundreds of dollars against you and your insurance company and is, is literally tens of dollars now to get insulin. Like, let's take up some real issues here. Let's deal with some real problems. Like I was saying before in the prior podcast, we're dealing with leaves on a tree. We're not dealing with roots of a problem. But if you've got the vaccine and you feel like it was right for you, good for you. If you don't have the vaccine and you feel it was right for you, good for you. That's your choice. But guys, let's take a look at the facts here for a second on both sides of the of the vaccine argument. South Africa had it. 
had Omicron, still has Omicron, but South Africa had the spike in Omicron. It spread rapidly like the doctor said it was going to. And now it has gotten to a point where it is going away. The human body is an amazing, amazing thing. It's super amazing. It's pretty fucking awesome. And if you let the human body fight the way it's supposed to and do the things it's supposed to with help or minimal intervention, the human body will do amazing things. It will develop immunities. It will develop ways to fight. It will develop strength. And with a little bit of scientific help, a little bit of medical help, it can really, really do awesome stuff. I mean, you take a look at you take a look at cancer patients. People are going through massive, massive cancer treatments, and they're getting stem cell implants, and that helps boost the body, and it helps build the body's immunities, and helps the body strengthen to fight its own battle. Can cancer be fought on its own? Not that I'm aware of. Not at this time. We're, we haven't we haven't gotten to that point as a human as a human race. But we have the ability with this stuff that's out there, chemo, radiation, surgery, et cetera, to be able to fight it. And people are living. You know, you got cancer back in the 20s and it was like a death sentence. You get cancer now and you can start beating it. I'll give an example of my father. My father was given a very short period of time and a very small time frame to live because of the cancer he has. He has stage four pancreatic cancer and developed liver cancer. It metastasized. And my dad is still here almost two years later when he was given half that amount of time. He was given half that amount of time, y'all. But his doctor listened and his doctor was like, hey, look, we're on this. We're going to do this and we're going to fight this and we're going to. And he's learning. My dad's doctor is learning. When I was going through my stuff, I went through clinical trials. And it was a learning phase. And I was willing to do that because it helps other people. And I benefited from it. I'm okay because of it. All I'm saying, folks, is like, let's wake up for a second. Let's listen to the things that are out there. Let's listen to, let's listen to all sides and let's do what's best for our families. Let's do what's best for us. And let's do what's best for each other. That doesn't necessarily mean that everybody gets a vaccine. The argument from the hardcore vaccine side is that, oh, well, if you know what's best for everyone, you, you get the vaccine. The hardcore argument from the other side is the vaccine isn't going to work. It's no good. It's pointless. It's stupid. They're infecting you. They're putting nanobots in you. They're chipping you. They're doing whatever fucking crazy ass shit that they've come up with that they that they've said. And guys, we may end up 30 years, 40, 50, 100 years down the road, and they may look back and go, oh, this vaccine was totally and completely pointless, and Fauci was a joke, and Fauci will be long dead and gone. I mean, the man's in, in, in the latter years of his life. But it's the people that don't take what the government is saying at face value, the people that are not taking what the mass media is saying at face value, 
and is actually diving in and researching this and making an educated decision whether for or against the vaccine on their own, they're going to be the ones that sit there and go, well, I, I made the choice I made. Who knows, 50 years down the road, they may look back and say well, that vaccine was the best thing that ever happened. I don't know. And frankly, you don't either. So make the decision that's best for you right now, whether for or against, and just do it. And that's your choice. But it doesn't make you an evil person if you get the vaccine, and it doesn't make you an evil person if you don't get the vaccine. Do what's right for you. Do what's right for you. So let's let's move on from that. Let's move on to... Um, making that circle back to uh, the, the president sitting there and displaying some things that are concerning. Um, I love that it, it, he said that if he was in the same health he is in today, that he'd run for office in 2024. I don't see that happening. I mean, who knows? Maybe it does, but the man's going to be so old that um, yeah, it would be scary to have him as a president. I am of the, I am of the mindset that we need some younger people in office we need to we need to do our our due diligence in in getting term limits, get some younger people in office, and let's let's return this this country's face back to the strength that it is. Let's bring our troops home. Let's love each other. Let's care about each other, and let's stop hating on each other, guys. We've been hating on each other way too fucking long, way too fucking long. Let's start this new year off with the idea that, hey, you know what? I can love somebody that has a difference of opinion. I can care about somebody who has a difference of opinion. Just because you have a different opinion doesn't mean that I hate you. I don't agree with you, but I don't hate you. You know, there's a there's a fine line in this and you get like the uh, you get the, the radicals. And, and and I I find myself not agreeing with radicals in any way whatsoever, um, and and you know you may like that's that's you you're identifying with a group of people but you know what we can all agree on is is that our civil liberties and freedoms are important the ability to make decisions is important individuality is important and that's what we should be relying on but we should not we should not hate someone. Because their individual choice, decision, stance, or belief is different than ours. They're, we're, we're calling for individualism and then calling people out for not being individuals like us. Let's start being individuals and let's start caring about each other. That's my challenge to you guys for this new year. So we're, we're a couple of days out from the new year. It's the 29th of December. We're a couple of days out from the new year. Take a couple of days. Think on it. Think about how you can look at others and go, hey, you have a difference of opinion. Why don't you express that to me so I understand where you're coming from? Why don't you tell me about you? I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to listen to your opinion. And I may or may not agree with you. Who knows? What do you know, guys? You may open up your mind and listen to someone and may change your opinion. You may open up your mind, listen to someone, and stay exactly where you are. But at least have the ability to listen to someone else. Go out. Say hi to someone. Shake hands. Be nice. Now, it's funny. I, I went down to Texas over Christmas, and 
the one thing I found in going out in Texas and, and going to a couple of different places that we went to is everybody was nice. I was like, Hey, how you doing? How are you shaking hands, saying hi, patting somebody on the back. My dad, my brother and I went to the range and uh, we were shooting and there were some people on the range and there was some people standing at the stall, you know, two stalls down from us. And one of the girls was like really scared when she was shooting the gun. And we realized why my brother especially realized why. And it was because she was left-handed and she was trying to emulate what they were doing, what everybody else is doing right-handed. It was, it was, it was causing the pistol that she was shooting to actually hurt her a little bit. You know, the recoil on the, on the pistol was hurting her thumb because the slide was coming back and kind of knocking her thumb, not tearing her thumb up, but it was making it red. That's for sure. So her brother went over very nicely, went over and said, Hey, let me show you something really quick. Do this instead. She did it. She was the happiest person on the face of the planet. Before we left, she turned and she looked at my brother and she said, Hey, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Like that's just common courtesy. We didn't know them from Adam's house cat had no idea who they were had no idea who these people were, but it was just out of pure helping your neighbor. Hi, how are you? Let's get back to that folks. Let's get back to it. Let's make that the commonplace and not the uncommonplace. Let's make it so that when you go out and you talk to people and you see people on the street and you say hi, that it's, it would be uncommon for you not to say hi, to acknowledge them, to smile. Let's get back to loving each other, y'all. Let's get back to loving each other. Because I'll tell you right now, and I'm going to end this podcast on this note. The more we love each other, the more we care about each other, the more we get along with each other, the more the powers that be are fucking terrified. They're scared. Because they realize they cannot divide us. Right now, they are dividing us. They're dividing us over racial issues. They're dividing us over economic issues. They're dividing us over status issues. They're dividing us over pretty much anything all the way down to medical issues. And they're loving every fucking minute of it because the more they're, that, that they can divide us, the more that they can cause issues amongst us, the more that they can take control. Be original. Be original. Say hi. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Boxing Day. Whatever it is, whatever country you're listening this in, whatever state you're listening to this in, whatever county, whatever region you're listening to this in, the one thing, the very one thing that we can do to overcome the hate, the anger, and the bitterness in our areas is to simply start loving each other. Just start loving each other. Golden rule, guys. Golden fucking rule. Treat others like you would like to be treated. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Have a happy new year and I'll see you on the other side.